sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom's side. And that's Sean Sides. You're firing on all fucking cylinders. You just like throw back like 19 espresso or what? I had one coffee and it was sitting there for many hours because I woke up a bit late today. Yeah. So maybe it's stronger than usual. And I was like, I need some fucking enthusiasm. Woo! A little fermented, a little cocaine instead of sugar. Like what's going on here? I don't think I mix those jars. <laughs> I do. That means that's a fucked up trick to do to someone. How you doing, bud? Oh. I'm okay. First thing, I want to make a public service announcement. I'm sorry to all of our fucking listeners for the throat clearing. I was listening back to a little bit of the episode with Crystal and the SUV, and I was like, I, it's part of quitting smoking. I constantly you just kicked COVID. You had just too, kicked COVID. But it's been prior to that, too. It's fucking bad. Like, I can't stop doing it and i gotta learn how to better cover the microphone when i fucking do it it's like all the shit's leaving my system from years of smoking possibly the cove possibly the cove i think it was more because your throat clearing hasn't been that much of an issue as someone that like has to listen to it every day but not every day but like i listen to it like immediately after was last episode the worst that it ever was it was it was really bad but I feel like we started off by prefacing you just kicked COVID. Yeah. I feel like so if any of the listeners were like upset with you personally, give him a break. He just kicked COVID. (laughs) Thanks, Thomas. Yeah, I just I had to say something about it because I was like listening it, listening to it every time it happened. And I felt like it happened a lot. I was like, Jesus, Sean, like do something. Shut up. Like, what's your problem? You fucking you have people listening to this fucking content, you retard. So, and then number two, public service announcement: stop saying fuck so many times, Sean. Like I made the little clip for last week's episode, and I liked the content in that clip. And then I made the clip. I was happy with it. Came back to it to upload it when you had given me carplash to do so, and I was like, oh my god, I swore like twenty six times in that fucking one minute video. Hey, what the hell? Again. What the hell? I can't help it. I don't know. Fuck's part of your vernacular, man. You use like punctuation. It is, but I also like, I don't know what it is. Sometimes when I'm in the middle of a pod or depending on how I'm feeling the mood, I'm like trying to, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. It's a stall technique. It's the the modern day, like, 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 you know what I mean? It's the, uh, so, you know, I was over at the beach and I fucking, you know, and then you're just kind of stalling to get to the, what was the point I was making? Just sometimes too much. Sometimes too much. Sprinkle yeah. in a little. I'm going to try to have... Especially like, now that we know that 15-year-olds listen to the podcast on occasion. Yeah. We I want to give a quick shout-out to Xavier, whose birthday was yesterday. Good job. Okay, was, it, was it yesterday? Yeah. 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 Happy birthday, Xavier. My new best buddy in all of the land. Huh? That was kind of you. Yeah. It was hard. It was actually funny. Right after we left his birthday party last night, Crystal had been listening to the podcast in the SUV. And we got into like the you and me, me being an asshole, you fighting back and going too far. Maybe one of us or both of us. I don't know. But she was just like, are you fucking kidding me? It was it was bad timing to hear the throwback. And I was, was like, Jesus so Christ. funny. It, it was really fun and fucking going to his party. I, though. I got a text the other day from one of my buddies who listens to the show going like, 
the Xavier stuff slayed me. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. We have moments. We get into these tangents where we're like wit battling each other. And that's where some gold starts to come out sometimes for sure. I, I like I know we're recording really early this week, which is why, like, if you listen to last week's episode and I said I was gonna do the trip, it's fucking Wednesday today. I just haven't done it. Like, give me two days. Like, I need more. <laughs> I haven't even put out uh the video about saying I'm gonna do it, but whatever. It's a different theoretically, time. if all goes well when people are listening to this, you will have already done it. Yeah. So chill that's out. interesting. Yeah, it's crazy how you record a thing and then the future happens and then it's like time like, travel. This has become obsolete by the time it's out there. Yeah, but it is what it is. I mean, you're going to the cottage this weekend. I do want to ask, uh, since we talked about Xavier, did he hear the second? No, the, the, no, no, I don't think so. Because like I was having fun with that. I feel like having to go at a 15 year old is the funniest thing in the whole world. <laughs> I figured you would like that, um, given the history. And <laughs> what's Kieran's take on it? Is he finding it funny? I don't know if he's listened or not. He might text back to me or not. Keep Maybe my I'll son's name out your fucking mouth is what he's gonna yeah. say. <laughs> it could be it could be a Will Smith moment for sure. No, Kieran, Kieran's a lot more mentally stable than Will Smith, unfortunately, for Will. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no, no it was like, a nice. Uh, I haven't had a good like clan hangout with the Hamiltons because of COVID, and like we've had our moments here. But it was nice going over to uh, Karen's place last night to see his parents and his brother and stuff. It was fun to get a little bit of that time in. I fucking love his. It was funny. Like Ray's the consummate shit disturber. It's like an old Irish dude, and he's just fucking funny. Like they were talking about planning a trip, and. Uh, Ray, they were like, yeah, in like three years, we should like make this plan. We'll do this because I think it was the soccer that's going to be coming. And Ray's like, oh, we better do it this year. And they both look at him like, what the fuck? And he's like, I, I, I can't guarantee I'll be around in three years. So we better do it this year. I was just like, and he turned to me and like shit grin and winked. I was like, Ray, you're fucking awesome. Because <laughs> both his sons were like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Is there something you don't know, dad? Like, something we should know, dad? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, pretty much uh, is gold. And no matter where I am, like, it doesn't matter, like, what the event is. When I get there, Karen's mom comes and gives me a hug and Crystal. And I just love Crystal, obviously, because she's a ray of sunshine. But just awesome seeing the good people in your life. You know, sometimes you forget how much you need to see the people that you care about and the people that care about you in your life. And you see them even for something simple. And you're just like, fuck, that was nice. I needed to see them. Dude, you're preaching to the fucking choir here as a guy that lives away from the people that I love most in the world. Like it, there's nothing like, like that weekend of just, all right, I got to see these guys. I got to have like these moments. Like I don't get to see, Marty and Christy as often as I like. I don't get to see Addie as often as I like. I don't get to see Morgan or all these other people. I can, but you didn't make the top three. I apologize. It's just like (laughs) we only have a finite of time to do the podcast. But like the people that mean the most to me, like Josh, Mark, like all these people that I don't get to see often, it's uh, it's hard to like you know to like live your life and you're making new friends you're doing new, new things but sometimes you need like those people that know you the best and the closest to you just to be like this is what's going on right now like 
This is what's going sure. on with my life. Like periodically I'll FaceTime Morgan. Martin's the fucking most elusive man in the world. So like getting a hold of him is like pulling teeth. I don't even think he listens to the show anymore because he's so damn busy. Yeah. But like you know, it, you, you know, you just do what you can and you like again, like I got cool shit going on in my life. Like I got a lot of cool things on our are on the rise and I'm fucking stoked about it. We'll probably talk about some of the stuff on the show today. It's just it's yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's funny how life uh, passes us by. It's weird in those moments where you don't realize how long it's been since you've revisited a situation or a group, and then you it occurs to you, and it it's timeless. Like the people that we love the most, it's timeless that relationship, right? It's mm-hmm. amazing how you can go five years without seeing a certain someone, and then and it's also funny how friendship is undeniable in some people. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's someone like you're, you're not that tight with, but you're pretty tight with, you don't always see when you do see, you're just like right back to where you were. It's yeah. like hard, you know, and I've had times where there's been like, not big rifts between me and people, but rifts enough where I'm kind of pissed off at them or they're, or they're kind of pissed off at me, but we just can't not be friends because of who we are. You know, So you forgive and forget those things, the little things, you know? Yeah. It's the, um, like, like I give Martin a lot of shit whenever I can't get a hold of him. Like, and I like I talk to him about it all the time. I'm like, I dude, I know you're busy, but give me a fucking hour. Give me ten minutes. Yeah. But it, but it's like, but I also get it. And like, when I do get a hold of him, do I make fun of him for about ten, five, ten minutes? Oh, absolutely. But then I get it out of my system, and then we go back to being buds again. Like it's just like pretty much. I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> fuck. As I live and breathe, Martin Lee, you exist still. Fuck. I had no idea. And that's love too. That like fucking brandishing that you must give him. It's love. It's like oh, yeah. I, you hurt me. I want to hurt you back a little bit. But now that <laughs> I've hurt you back a little bit, we're cool again. <laughs> yeah, like it's. Uh, it, but it is again. Like it's not like it's not, and it's not even like I'm out for blood or anything like that. It's just like I want you to acknowledge that I fucking miss you, you big galoot. Yeah, this is what that is. Sure. It's, just, it's love. Yeah. Um, switching gears a tiny bit, the throat clearing I was talking about because of the smoking and all that, man, I'm on the last stretch of the patch. I have Saturday morning. I put the last patch on Sunday morning. I wake up and I'm fucking nicotine free for life. So it's pretty fucking exciting. I'm nine and a half weeks in now. Cause it is the Wednesday. By the time this drops on Monday, Sean is fucking nicotine free, which is crazy. But what's crazy to me is that when you put on the step one patch, you maybe like six, five, six weeks in, you start to get a little bit itchy. They're like, I don't know what it is or something in it. You switch to step two. You're like, holy shit. I am fucking itchy. Like my skin, my, my back, the top of my head, I'll get like fucking hot. The back of my head gets hot and my shoulder blades. And, I, and then all of a sudden it's like stinging fucking itchiness. And I'm like, ah! and all I want to do is just rip all of my flesh off. But I'm like, don't itch, don't itch. You're just going to make it worse. Step three is fucking 10 times that. I am so itchy 24 seven right now. Like right as we're talking right now, I, my shoulder blades, I just want to rip and scratch. I think it's like part of part of it they dial up the side effects in the last part of the steps so that when you stop, you're so grateful that you're not as itchy anymore that you don't even think about the smoking or the nicotine. (laughs) I truly think that's what it is. So I'm like excited to get this fucking patch off my arm and just be done with it. 
I mean, if there was ever a sales pitch to never get started with smoking, it's this right here. Like, Pretty much. Fun. It's fucking crazy, dude. I'm so excited. Like, it's been, like, I, I'm proud of myself. It's been a long rigmarole, and it's a mental thing. Like, I'm so fucking wound up in ways mentally at times, but not really, too, because I'm so grateful for what I'm doing and, like, having the strength to get through this addiction. I'm seeing the benefits so many things already. It's crazy i just surpassed yeah. the 2000 cigarettes not smoked mm-hmm. which is like holy fuck 2000 cigarettes i have not smoked you put that in front of you and it's like man you would have smoked all those what the hell yeah and kieran yeah. quit as well i don't know if i told you this no he quit nine days after me on the patch as well, well he just loves riding your fucking coattails eh <clears throat> that's what best friends do yeah they just ride board or... and they fucking hop on that boat with you in life uh good for him man that's awesome I yeah. was, uh, I want to tell you a little funny story that Morgan was telling me. So, like, Morgan had COVID, so right. he didn't go into work. I think he worked mostly from home, but he had to like isolate for like five days. And so, um, during that time, like, couldn't go out and get groceries and stuff like that. So, he goes, text his dad, whose dad is like in the next, uh, his, his mom and dad bought like a condo in the next building over from Morgan. Text his dad, going, like, Hey, dad, are you going to the DAP or a corner store? Yeah. And he's like, well, I, I'm, I'm not, but I can. Why? What do you need? He goes, you want know, to go buy me beers, cigarettes, and milk? And I'm fucking laughing. Like, did you ask for like porno mags too while you were at it? Like, <laughs> that would fit right in there. Yeah. Like, beers, darts, and a fucking like a thing of milk. And then I go, like, I, I know for a fact that if I had COVID and I was a smoker, I'm not, so I don't have to worry about this. But if I was I had COVID and I was a smoker and I lived in the same town as my parents, if I, dared to ask my mom to do a fucking cigarette run for me i would just get a blast of fucking shit for it but yeah oh shoot not only would she not do it i would get an earful for it so it's just like so the fact that he can just be like yo dad you want to go grab me some darts is the funniest fucking thing in the world to me (laughs) when uh i'm a good friend when kieran had covid like it was in 2020, I think, around Christmas time. He needed supplies, so we did a supply run for him. Yeah, which consisted of milk, cheese, and crackers. Because he it? just needs snack. He That's needs it? yeah. He needs snack. He needs snack foods. He didn't have any snack foods to last him. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker can pound some cheese and crackers and milk. No, I've never cheese, like cheese and crackers. When we, legit. When we lived together, though, I, we'd buy a four liter of milk. And it'd be gone in two days. Like th- that guy can drink milk. It's crazy. I don't really I'm not drink, a big milk guy. I don't even drink milk that much anymore. Like I had some today in a bowl of cereal. Yeah. But like essentially that's not, like if it's if I'm not making KD, I don't buy milk. I haven't had a fucking uh never, I haven't had a glass of milk years. in so long. Yeah, I mean either chocolate milk, I will make an exception for. I'll buy that. I'd say twice a year, I'll buy like a one liter pound it in one drink and then i'm like okay i'm good for another six months yeah I, I'm, I'm the same way when it comes when it comes to that like chocolate milk I'd like it's a league of its own but it's only when i have a hankering for it 100 percent. and even it's such then, a like, treat yeah i do like if i have like some really good homemade cookies then i won't mind like a glass of milk or if i had my mom's homemade brownies yeah but aside from that like then i don't like i haven't like unless i know i'm getting that tasty treat i'm not buying milk no, that's fair. I, I don't, I stopped buying milk when, like, when I lived on my own, 
I had to stop buying it because it kept going bad. Yeah. I started you had to buy, the, had to buy the, like the one liter bottles, and even then, like that's a fucking yeah. to get through. Well, that's what it, I started with the four liter, and I was like, I made it nowhere. So I'm like, hey, I'm not fucking doing that again. So next time I need milk, I think I need it for cooking. So mm-hmm. I bought a two liter. And I'm like, okay, use it for cooking. We needed a cup, blah, 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 blah. And then it fucking went bad. So then I went to one liter. And I'm like, eventually I was just like, I can't fucking buy milk. I just throw it away. It's the same with bread. I don't eat a lot of bread when I'm on my own. Jean, Crystal's grandmother, she eats a loaf of white bread every two days. Yeah, no, like, like she, even she then. She fucking like, pounds the bread, but. Uh, honestly, I stopped buying bread too. Because I would buy bread, get into like three quarters of a loaf. And then it would start getting the, the moldy. And I would just yeah. like, well. Then I feel like shit because I bought. You're wasting. Yeah, you're wasting. I fucking hate wasting food. And I no, I'm the same way. So like I have to like be kind of diligent or even if like if I have a hankering for a sandwich, maybe I just buy enough to get like. A sandwich and like I scratch the itch like we have a Cobbs nearby. So like, if oh, I nice. want, like I'll go get like a mini baguette <laughs> and then make myself like a legit sandwich if I had something I have a hankering for. That makes sense. I, I always get the, well, when I'm hankering for bread at Safeway, they have like this jalapeno focaccia. Mm-hmm. They've had it for 20 years. Like my dad used to buy it. It was a clam chowder slash jalapeno bread dinner that we used to eat when it was just me and him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it's been uh, interesting that's to awesome. uh, revisit that. I don't know where I was going with that. That was pretty much it. it when, that's all the bread material I have to bring to this podcast right now. So Yeah, I fizzled out <laughs> on the, the bread topic there. I'll say this, though. I would love to know how to bake bread. And I'm not far from it because I do make my own pizza dough. So I understand dough and how to rise it and stuff like that. It's just very time consuming. Did I ever tell you to make my own bread? No, I didn't know that. So when I was in Katimovic, we would... Uh, so you would have like... Not to quote Big Brother, but you'd have the head of the house for a week, which only yeah. meant like you were in charge of cooking and cleaning for everybody and like the lunches and all that stuff. You just right. you stayed home and then you didn't go to your job, the, your your volunteer job that week. You just stayed home. You did the chores. You did the this, the that, the next thing. That's neat. But in order to save money, and I don't know if we did save money, to be honest with you. I guess in the long run, because we had the materials for like a longer amount of time. So I guess like time plus cost, whatever. So yeah, we had to make our own bread for sandwiches. So like I would have to make a, a, a loaf of white and a loaf of brown and like do my best to make my own like bread. Like sometimes it would turn out really good. Very hit and miss. Never. No, I don't think I ever perfected the recipe, but right, it was a thing I had to do like once every few weeks of just yeah i guess i'm making bread this week so there's like a lot of kneading the dough a lot of like all this stuff so like day one of head of house yeah you're making bread that week interesting <clears throat> that's pretty cool experience though to be able to do those kind of things no i haven't done it in years i uh, like it'd be interesting like i think i could still do it again like, uh, like yeah honestly give me any recipe i can follow, follow yeah recipe. i'm pretty like, good with that too i'm like, not like I, I, I say I can cook, but all I do is follow recipes. So I don't know what the rules are. Like, can I cook or can I just read really well? Like, I don't know I think what to you think. Can cook. There's like something I, to it because when you, I've seen people who can follow a recipe, but it's not that great. If you mm-hmm. can follow a recipe and it's pretty good, then you are a cook. Yeah. So, and then like, but I do find like the, the, what makes you a chef is not, not, not only not needing a cook, a recipe, but also just like, knowing what works together and go bippity boppity amazing dish yeah 
that's me i would say in a nutshell i'm like the chopped chef <laughs> <laughs> fuck you love tooting your own horn no and, and I'm, not, I'm not meaning this in a horn tooting kind of way just in a poor kind of way that I've been in situations in my like early twenties when me and Karen were roommates example or other roommates, we were fucking broke. We didn't have a lot in the house or we didn't have a lot of money to put stuff in the house. And I was a fucking magician at making a meal every single night that tasted delicious and everyone enjoyed out of fucking nothing. You know what I mean? I would be like, I would just look at things and be like, I wonder how that would go with that. And I try it. I would say, 95 percent hit five percent were like ah, it's okay people always eat my food people mm. never just like don't finish their plate and say dude like i can't eat this shit that's never happened yeah so, like, I, but i have that too like, i think every guy that has ever lived on their own goes through those phases of like well this week is a very very poor week uh shouldn't have gone yeah. and bought all those rocks in your case pretty much but uh, like we're eating ramen yeah but like it was that kind of thing so like there are pasta dishes that I can throw together that are just like, what spices do I have in the spice cupboard? And do I have olive oil? And do I have this? Cool. I can just whip something up that is all right. Is it like, I remember being thing? like, I remember being like 23 and being like, I'm like, fuck, I want something sweet. And nobody likes you then too, either, eh? What's that? Well, nobody liked you then either. What do you mean? Well, because nobody likes you when you're 23. I don't get it. Is that a song or? Yeah, Blink-182, What's My Age Again? Oh, I don't listen to them. Well, I'll just go fuck myself then. All right, cool. Yeah. A few listeners that like blink Yeah, on two sides of the story. <laughs> By the way, this is what it's like talking to you when you drop one of your stupid fucking puns to interrupt me. This is what it's like, Sean. Welcome to my fucking it, nightmare. It feels very... Um, takes the wind out of know. your sails, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know where <laughs> to go now from here. <laughs> takes the wind out of your fucking sails cool man i was in the middle of something and now we need to stop for that dumb joke can't wait awesome i love i love that i'm rubbing off on you a tiny bit <laughs> are you rubbing off on me or or is vengeance just becoming mine it's possible but vengeance is part of life <laughs> okay I, go like on. It. I don't know where the fuck i was you were 23 was and you were making something oh yeah so it's getting a over the fact story. that nobody likes. How do you. I like? How do you find that you carry on when what you were saying in the first place wasn't that good, and then an amazing situation unfolds from your wonderful cousin? How do you then proceed from there? We kind of just move on, man. We could just carry on. We realize what we were about to say. Not that important. So Let's move the fuck on. Have you noticed that people have been really sensationalizing the '90s lately? Because um, I have, and it's my generation that I grew up in, so it's kind of funny to like see everyone like the nineties are so amazing. Like they were okay. Well, I've had this hot take forever. Uh, I mean, I've told you, I think on an earlier podcast that I think it's a gigantic fucking ripoff that I wasn't a teenager in the nineties. Um, a lot of my like a lot of the music I still love to this day are all fucking obscure nineties songs, like nineties grunge, nineties like alternative rock is my fucking bread and butter. Um, yeah. And then and like, where do you where do you land on? Sorry, this is just off topic. Where do you land on Nirvana? I mean, you a big fan. Well, here's the thing: like, you can't call myself a big fan. Like when I found out Kurt Cobain died, I was like, what, seven years old? Yeah, or something. Like when did he die? It was early 90s, I'd say. Yeah, so I was probably four. 
It was yeah. 93. I was three years old. Yeah. Can I throw on like a, a Nirvana album and just enjoy? Like, are there songs by Nirvana that I fucking enjoy? Absolutely. But to yeah. say that I was like, like I missed the boat on them just the way like well, I'm, you, you, I, I like I love Oasis. I, I I'm a, like I'm, I'm a big Oasis guy. I never got to see them live. And by the time like I was really on my radar, they fucking split up. Like I could have saw them once that, in, though, like, in 2004 and I missed the fucking boat. Speaking to that, though, like I'm a huge I was and have been in my life at different points, a huge Doors fan. Yeah. They were fucking dead and gone in the wind before I was ever even a fucking conception idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm just meaning like, did you ever deep dive them? Like, do you? Yeah, I had all their albums at one point. Like, yeah. like I had all their albums. Um, you know, I can recite most songs for, you know, from memory or like I can sing along to like fucking most songs. Of the um, people who love Nirvana, this might be like a, a bad take on Nirvana. Mm-hmm. What I'm about to say. I like Nirvana. I enjoyed their music, but a guy I worked with brought this up to me and I went and watched some of their last performances. Mm-hmm. He was fucking so, so, so addicted to heroin and like pathetically rough in his like final bit that it's so fucking hard to like watch and get on board with. It's like, holy fuck, man. Like, yeah. It, it's too much. It's a little too much. Yeah, but, but, but that, it kind of tarnished some of it for me because I'm like, fuck, like. Yeah, but you I, don't you don't judge someone at their weakest point, man. Like, of course. If you are a, if you are a fan, then you're gonna be one of those guys who are like, fuck, Kurt, you gotta go get help. You gotta do yeah, do, do what you gotta do. Like you gotta be one of those guys. You can't just, just be like your final performance was shit. Oh, her- addicted to heroin, were you? <laughs> no, do better next time, please and thank you. Like you can't do that. I- Although I do have the take of, I like Nirvana. Like I'm a Nirvana fan. I fucking love the Foo Fighters. Yeah, and without Kurt Cobain kicking the bucket, we don't have the Foo Fighters. I could I'm never a- get on board with the Foo Fighters. I mean, they fight the foos. Well, it just bothered me that, like, the role since that... they started, have you heard Mr. T complaining about how he pities the foos? No, because they <laughs> fought them all. And, well, and I think after he killed Kurt, it was kind of faux pas for him. Like, uh, Mr. T's he not going to talk Kurt? about it. What's that? Who killed Kurt, in your opinion, right now? Didn't David Grohl? No, for, for Courtney Love, didn't she pay him off? He was close enough to get in there, and he first of all, you do not fucking him. besmirch the name of David Grohl in front of me. You do. That's not why do that. I can't get on board with the Foo Fighters. David Grohl did not. No, no. There's some dirty there. Like you can read into it, and yeah, there's like a Courtney Love theory. But if you dare blame, there's some Dave dirty Grohl, there. Yeah, there's some dirty, but it's not on Dave Grohl. How uh, fucking dare you? I think it's being How overlooked. How dare you? No, no, no. Now you're getting me riled up and you're doing it on purpose and I don't like <laughs> no, it. No, but I'm you need to understand, Todd. Hear no, me No, no, no. There's nothing to understand. You're wrong and you need to be stopped. <laughs> but you need to understand this. You're gonna... Who benefited the most from his death? Oh, David Grohl's got his own band now that's successful. All this this drummer who had fucking minimal talent. He was the best musician the in the band. Frontman. He was jealous. He was jealous. Dave Grohl was time. Dave Grohl was the best musician in that band. Tom, Sean, I'm just saying he no, benefited no, no. the most you, from that. You, death. You're a maniac, and I think you should stand in the corner and think about what you've done. <laughs> I'll riff for about thirty minutes. I'm upset with you right now. This is thirty this minutes is, just, is a bit extreme. I would say I, five. No, no, no. You need to think about what you've done. 
You besmirched a fucking icon. All right. When like, you're going to blame John Lennon's assassination on Paul McCartney, because it certainly wasn't fucking Ringo. Honestly, Paul did benefit. Oh, you son of a bitch. Fucking stop. The Beatles broke up way before then. It's the Holy. same thing with Tupac and Biggie. Puffy seemed to do pretty fucking well afterwards. Oh my God. I don't yes. know, Puff. Because Eminem's fucking said it. And uh, I, I've said it before me. I hate this. I know you're doing a bit right now, but I fucking hate this so much right now. I'm so upset. How dare you besmirch these great musicians? So anyways, back to the 90s. Are you calling Puff Daddy a great musician for the record? I think he's a, for what he does, yes. Okay. I was just curious. I wanted to hear your take on that. Yeah. So yeah, back to the 90s. Um, things I miss. Going to rent a movie. That was an experience. Things that people will never understand nowadays telephones not having a cell phone going outside to play kids don't get that shit nowadays as, you can in still go outside the play going outside the play is still a thing it is but not like with your phone you know well how old are people getting a phone now that's what shocks me very fucking young six seven years old grade one grade two grade three that's too that's too early to get isn't that fucked up we went i think i told you about this on the pod but we went um uh, Crystal's best friend Melissa asked us to do her fa- a favor three four years ago take her son to his first day of preschool because she was working and so we got to like take him in it was in an elementary all the kids were walking like the bell rang while we were sitting out with the principal's office getting him registered and everybody fucking was walking by all these little kids like grade one grade two every fucking single one of them had a cell phone in their hand and I, me and Crystal were just like, what world is this? Like in between classes in elementary, kids have to jump on their phone for that 15 minute like period where they can sit. And I'm like, man, like that sucks. Like you're all that interaction and time. It's different, I guess. Maybe it's better than when we were kids, but it doesn't seem like it to me. No, no. Like recess was for playing like Sandman and like Red Rover and tag. fucking yeah, tag fucking freeze tag soccer yeah. with everybody even though soccer fucking blows like all yeah. this like you know like everyone did a thing like there was things to do and like man Not like that or like we used to play this game of whoever had the football last tackle that fucking guy until someone else touched the football that was the game if you touch the ball last you're fucked so yeah. you wouldn't want to get the ball back like well we would try and isolate you from the ball so we can all fucking just dog pile on you but if you were able to run and juke and get yourself back to the ball and throw it at somebody else then that guy became fucking like everyone's hit hit list like it was like it was fun there was nothing better than a good recess when you like came back from that 15 minute break and everyone's a little out of breath and you're like and everyone's like you're hyped up like let's fucking yeah i can't believe those were fun right now holy fuck what's that can't believe I have to go do math right now. I can't do any additions and subtractions right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Pretty much. But no, like I like that. Times have changed. I mean, buddy. Like, I, honestly, like I don't, I don't know how to be a modern day parent. I know that the kids that I, the kids that I know right now are like five and under, and I know that they don't have cell phones. Although I do know that they their parents do, and sometimes if you need the kid to calm down, you can just throw a movie on the phone. But yeah. Like, and then the kid kind of gets upset. Like, how come I don't have one of these? And like, you can just go like, this is some adult shit. Like you can't, you that can't battle have starts now at like two when kids start reaching for their parents' phone. Cause parents use it too. It's like the old TV, the babysitter. You need an hour break from your kid. Fucking turn yeah. the TV on back in yeah. the day. Now it's yeah. like, hand them your phone with a fucking, with YouTube. And the kid will sit there 
endlessly watching YouTube videos until you take it. You away. and I are both not in a position to actually like also like when neither one of us are parents, right? No, but we can observe. Yeah, we can observe, but also like we also don't fully understand the difficulty of being a parent. Like I get needing that hour break and using the phone. Like I get it. Like yeah. I've seen young kids be fucking nightmares and you're just like, I just need you to just be quiet for an hour yeah. and I'll be able to parent again, but I need that hour. So here, go watch fucking Caillou for a little bit and then we'll reconvene. Like, I, like I, you, you, you kind of need it. You need that. And you still have to be like, you have to be a parent 24 seven and you have to be, you're also still a person. You still have like goals and things you want to <laughs> accomplish and, your like, goals and things you want to accomplish, those shift so much when you become a parent towards yeah. that child. You know what yeah. I mean? They suck the life out of you, basically. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, <laughs> like we can observe, but I don't think we can judge until, like, we're there. Like, no, you know I, mean? like, I don't place judgments, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. And, like, we also have to be, like, understanding of, like, why is these, or why are these kids getting a cell phone? Is it a nifty tool to call your parents when shit hits the fan or like, you know, like an emergency or something like that's that? That's how it starts. That's, that's how it starts. That's the, that's yeah. the, but the that's catalyst. also like, like, that's also how like other debates are won. It's the safety issue. Should 100%. guns be legal? Okay. Well, in the, in a pinch. Yeah. Are you glad that you had the gun? Yes. But also like, are we not like, we're like, it's the same thing of just like, where is safety and concern taking away from like other things that we should be debating a little bit more for sure so no and that's how the world works like we we weave and adjust according to life it's fun though like having siblings like i do i've been able to observe how different siblings raise their kids differently and the results now because the kids are adults and it's very interesting to me about how these things unfold you know, not just siblings, friends too. Like I've seen the religious side of like the religious upbringing as opposed to the like open and free upbringing as opposed to like pretty strict, not as strict, like a lot of different flavors of creating a human because that's what you're doing. You're creating like a, a player in society. And it's like, how do you develop your player in society as best you can? Because kids are well, all and that's the, like, that, and that's the other thing. Like you, like I kind of, like, I kind of think like technology should have stopped in 2004. And I know that I'm saying that while we're doing a podcast and all that stuff, so I can kind of see like the holes in my argument. But you kind of think like kind of technology has also made the world like a worse place. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's kind of like, kind of see it like this way. Is Batman saving Gotham or is Batman because Batman's there? Do people on opposite level of Batman get inspired to fucking take him on? Like, you know, like, yeah. like, is Not Batman solving vigilante? Yeah, is Batman stopping crime or is crime being escalated because Batman's there? It's for sure, like, it's like that. Like, like, I, I'm pretty sure, like, Joker and the Riddler, like, those characters only show up after <laughs> Batman's there, right? It's not like they were already. Like that, but that yeah. but you get that point, right? So no, I do for sure, and it's funny. Yeah. Like in that, with technology, it's like that as well. Because imagine being a kid right now who get, who's getting bullied. Mm-hmm. You can't escape it. You can't like before. Like I was a kid, I got bullied at yeah. times, and I like I go home feeling like a piece of shit, not wanting to tell my dad like what happened because you're embarrassed. And imagine getting. Looking- What's and that? it can continue on like Facebook or Twitter yeah, or something. And like be really bad. And like just a simple comment can cause so much damage to a kid. But it's like, how do you 
navigate that as a parent now and like do you know like imagine looking up and seeing that your kid's being fucking cyber bullied and then you mm. see like you deep dive into what the fuck's been happening and like man you'd want to kill like i couldn't handle mm. it it would be tough you empower your kids to not let bullies be yeah. able to affect them that and much, also like but- I think like in any case, like you need those people, like you need, like everyone needs like their friends. Like it must've been so difficult for you because you couldn't nail down like your, we people, moved. your people. Yeah. You moved yeah. like every other fucking day. hundred so, percent. Like, so like for me, like, uh, like I watch shows like stranger things. Yeah. Yeah. Those kids getting bullied, but they're in it to fucking gather. Like yeah. all that, they had the four of them and they're in it together. For sure, that, and that's like that thing. If you, you if like to be like alone and do going through that shit. There was a couple times where you'd have like you, I'd go to a school and there'd be the kids who got picked on, but now those kids are like jackals when they see a new kid who could be picked on instead of because them. they don't want to get yeah they're, they're like you, fuck yeah let's get that guy fresh meat, fucking get him yeah yeah <laughs> and like I like I I found like I used to find that bullying builds character like it yeah. does to a certain extent oh yeah I, I find I like it gives yeah. you life experience oh, yeah. in ways and lets you know how to get yeah. through things but because not everyone's gonna like you in your whole life yeah and, and like that's like how you deal with shit I was having like a discussion with uh, my buddy's wife the other day about heckling the goalies in the Quebec Major Junior League like we just yeah. yell fucking nonsense at them she was like yeah that's kind of tasteless I go it is but also like it builds character she's like well what do you mean I go well think about it this way we're asshole we're drunk idiots yelling nonsense at this guy if he can handle that he's going to do just fine when there's going to be articles written about how terrible he's performing like yeah it's not personal it's not it's just you play for the other team so we're just going to yell shit at you yeah when no, you go to the pros if you go to the pros and you start not doing performing at the level you should be performing at, it's personal. It like yeah. it like athletes are in a position of like if you're not doing what we pay you to fucking do, like on a fucking grand scope. Like I, I honestly, I work in a place where if people don't do their fucking job, all you do is bitch about them to like other coworkers. Nothing really fucking happens. I'd like to call out Devin Dubnik for this. Yeah. I don't think he got bullied as a kid at all because he played like fucking garbage in Edmonton because the microscope was on him. That is Edmonton where a lot of goalies don't want to play because you're the fucking most important athlete in the city in ways. And Devin Dubnik sucked while he was here because of the pressure and because the fans fucking were assholes to him. Ultimately he left here, went to Minnesota and was like the best fucking goalie in the league for several years because the pressure was off. Yeah. So I don't think he, so like to lean to your point, especially specifically with goaltending, um, if you don't get bullied and like, you know, it's hard because you need a structure. I feel bad for the kids that don't have a good home life too, because Mm -hmm. when, for me, when I got bullied as a kid, yeah, it sucked. You know what I mean? You have your moments. It was never like long because I was always able to make friends, Yeah, but I went home and I knew I never questioned whether my dad loved me or not, whether my siblings did, you know? So I always had that you know, I knew they were on my side. I was more worried about them finding out that I was being bullied than I was about not having their support. You know See, what like, I mean? And like, I never really had that shit to be honest with you. Like my mom was yeah. telling me a story, like she dropped me off like preschool or kindergarten. And then there's Thomas going like, yes, yeah, so what's up? This is my new backpack. Yeah. My dad got it for me. No, oh, what's your name? Oh, that's a pretty sweet backpack too. Did your dad get you that? Oh, your mom did. That's pretty fucking sweet. Like, and then like, I would just <laughs> be like, 
yo, who wants to be friends? Like, I love people. Yeah. Like, it's like, you got to just play ball. I play ball. You want to play the, like, let's just play a little bit of catch. You want to play catch? You ever play catch? I love catch. Like, I don't know. It was like a little, like, cocoon filled little child just going, like, who wants to be my friend? Yeah, it came naturally. That's yeah, nice. Though. But it's like, I've always had that. Like, I was having a conversation with my mom about, like, so I was supposed to go to Buddy's son's <laughs> baptism. Um, I didn't end up going because I didn't want to. Yeah, that's fair. Like for one, I didn't have like appropriate clothes because I don't. I if I can show up in hoodie and jeans to a baptism, then sure, why not? But like, I don't have appropriate clothes for church. I'm not a church guy. I don't have these fucking things. Honestly, too, if you're involved in the party, if you're Godfather, Godmother, then then go. But you're not, and you're not religious. So why would you want to go to that? Yeah, yeah. So anyway um so i didn't end up going but like the thing is like, i was talking to my mom about it she's just like how are you invited to a baptism already you've been there seven weeks and i'm just like uh-huh <laughs> just amazing social skills you wouldn't understand <laughs> 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 but like no but like in this man like since like i got here i've made like friends i have like you know, like I, I got some, like I got a nice little core group of people that I can hang out with. I started dating somebody, like, and that's going really well. Like, all of this cool shit started happening just because I have this skill set of being able to talk in public and all that. Like, even my own job, my own job is ninety percent of me saying things to people. That is ninety yeah. percent of my job. Can you imagine if I was this timid fucking person just going? And so you should probably stay away yeah. from jet engines like it, it doesn't work like this is the thing that i like about myself so like when you say like boy i just i never had that experience because like i was just too busy like making friends with people and then like you know like i understand being ripped on i rip on you all the time we spend 90 percent of our podcast is us making fun of one another and, the, and then the other 10 percent is us making fun of 15 year old children it's the, much. yeah at least some of us mostly you <laughs> you feel yeah. that fire you can say all you want sure i said things but like I would have left him alone otherwise had you not said anything. I've learned at certain <laughs> point. I've learned at certain points, and I'm still learning how to be vulnerable with Tom and how not to be vulnerable with Tom. There's <laughs> like things that have happened in my life where I'm like, I'm not gonna tell him that because he'll make fun of me and it will hurt. And I don't want to be hurt. So but, then I just won't tell you about it at all. But see, but that's the other thing that so like if it's something you're actually vulnerable about, I'll be super understanding. I, I don't know where of, the line is, though. See, that's it's a that's tough about, line. It, but there's, the, I can't remember early on there was something, and I was like, he really hurt my feelings. So I was like, <laughs> I'm never fucking talking to him about that again. But I don't remember was what it? it was. I don't remember. It clearly wasn't that important. You then. gave me shit a little bit when I didn't tell you I had COVID. Yeah. And I was like, well, I thought you'd make fun of me. So no. I didn't tell you. Yeah. And I was like, no. I can tell you her that, that shit right? so I can check in on you, make sure you're doing okay. <laughs> and you probably would have genuinely been so caring in that way. Yeah. But I robbed myself of that because I was like, I don't know. There's things that like, like, like there's things like I have my own moral compass. I'm like, if I make fun of you for a thing, it's because I would expect you to make fun of me for the exact same thing. I would That's never fair. make fun of someone that I wouldn't like, that I wouldn't be okay being made fun of myself. That is my own That's moral fair. code about it. And, so, and honestly, I, I'm the same way. I don't dish it out if I can't take it. Yeah. And so, like, 
I'm sorry that I made uh, if I hurt your feelings at one time you can't remember. So sorry about that. Was also important? like, but if it's important shit, like when you talked about being bullied on this podcast and how difficult it was to move with you, I uh, I feel like I was supportive. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like you are very supportive. I don't mm-hmm. know what. Um, it's funny, like with shit like that, it's weird how things affect you in life and how you grow and move and adjust to things. You know what I mean? It's like you were saying earlier about how it makes people tougher. It really does. Mm-hmm. You know, I would never trade my life experiences. I would never, if I could, that age old question, if you had a time machine and you go back and you could change one thing in your life, what would you change? I wouldn't change shit. I can't I am who I am. I'm so happy. I, I with can't change shit. My life. I can't like, I can literally, uh, I can literally tell you that there's nothing. Like, if I could go back in one time, I would, the only thing I would literally maybe change, because I was thinking about it last night because uh, Hillary and I were talking and she asked me that question. And for the most part, the answer is no. But I feel yeah. like if there was one thing I could change is just if I can avoid getting a concussion I got when I was 15 years old, because that kind of like fucked up my like the rest of like my life a little bit. Yeah. Like, like I stopped playing hockey. I couldn't go to the gym the same way. It took forever to get better, like all this fucking stuff. I feel that if um, that moment never happened, I would be better off. And I think yeah. the rest of my story, my, the rest of my path kind of is like unaffected. Like, I feel like I still go on that same path. So yeah. I don't, I, so like that would do that. But like to, like to say like the school I graduated from where I met Marty was not a good educational experience. I fucking hated that experience, but yeah, I met Marty. Yeah. So all I can't, the little things. I can't honestly, I if gun to my head, would you go back and do it again? Yeah, I like I'm not giving up that friendship. I'm not. No, like, for sure. Like you you have to look at that stuff. Like if you really go and look at those things, like it's the well, like imagine experiences this, that you though, would give up. Like like with with what you're saying, speaking to that, imagine though, like you had gone to a different school and you met a different friend who like answers your phone calls. And response to your text. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marty. I don't know you, but gold. I love you. That was fucking gold. <laughs> that was really fucking funny. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know what that's like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That was fucking funny. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, no, like, so if I'm going to, there's nowhere I would go back in time. That was such a We're science thing. fiction fans. We you understand know, the ripple Sean, effect. That was, that was fucking surgical. That was so good. <laughs> because you brought it up seriously just to lay a little jokey joke. That was fucking, that was well done. I'm glad you liked it, sir. Yeah, now my yeah life's funny that way. I'm not going to share anything about time travel with you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, funny, like, when we think about what we can change in the past, what we should really think about is what we can change in the future, because we have that ability. You know what I mean? If there's little things that you, I've always wanted to do this, I've always wanted to do that, you can impact change. Now, I'm seeing that in myself, like, little things in the last year, getting a license, quitting smoking. These things are, like, navigating me to a different chapter of my life that I'm starting to experience and feel, and it's fucking cool. Like, you you can always change. The person you are now, the, like, everything about your past that makes you who you are is who you are, but you can use all of that information, all the knowledge you gain to completely impact and change your future. Yeah. And that's fucking cool. Like when you become an adult and you start navigating these situations in life and you can like 
I like to take a moment, sit down and reflect upon what I've done, who I am, where I've been, what, where, where I'd like to go, what I want out of life. You know, we have to have these conversations with ourselves. And if we don't, then we'll just keep living day in, day out, work, home, sleep, work, home, sleep, work, home. You know what I mean? Like you can impact your life in so many different ways. And so little changes. Yeah. Like, and like, like I find like I've changed my path so many times. Right. So it's kind of like, where do I. You've really experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the. Like now that I'm here, like right now I'm leaning into just like living in Halifax, man. Like, so like I got season tickets to the Mooseheads. I did that. You did get them? Yeah. Nice. So, you know, starting like I even like got Uncle Sparky on the horn going like, hey, like I got season tickets to this. You want to come out for a weekend? I mean, like I'll take care of the flight and I got tickets to this game. So we just figured out an Airbnb for you. And then like, we'll do that. Like come out, like come out, like don't worry about nice. it I'm like because like i want to see them i haven't seen them in a little while and then complete gear shift i have a question for you did your dad collect anything um yes and no he had hockey cards we have like fucking mountains and mountains of hockey cards like if you ever want to go through them and tell me what shit is worth one time like dude like there's a whole mess yeah but, i could um, do that for sure but uh you know then he collected jerseys but okay. it was just like not just NHL jerseys, just any team he was involved in, he made sure he had one. Um, cool. University sweaters. So if you ever went to visit a town that had like a big deal university, he wanted a hoodie from that university. Cool. Um, stuff like that. Okay, that's interesting. Just yeah. curious, what about Uncle Sparky? Records, uh, yeah. bicycles. Um, He's very eclectic. He, any, he sees he, something artsy. He, that's he's, cool. a, he's a very thrifty guy. So he, he'll he go to like a thrift shop and he'll get like, he'll come out with like some random thing and just be like. So that's definitely something me and him could bond on and do together is go thrifting. Well, I don't see you wearing that. a straw hat and a fanny pack everywhere you go, but yeah, sure. You'd be surprised. Yeah, not to that extent, <laughs> but you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. It's like I just sent you a picture. Why? Why in God's name did I buy a fucking landline USS Enterprise telephone? I feel like Why? you should use that. If you have a landline, I do, it. and I have the option to do it, but I'm, I, I'm super going to flip it because why did I buy it? I don't know. They actually go for a much better price than what I paid for it, so I have to sell it, but uh-huh. why, Sean? Why did you buy this? <laughs> and you'll never know. No, I never will. It was funny, actually. We went garage sailing. We had to go pick up two things, and they were on opposing sides of the city. Um, Crystal bought, like, this room separator that we have for the cabin, so we had to go. On the way to get it, turns out there's a thousand garage sales, and everyone was telling us, yeah, we don't know what it is, but no one's coming to our garage sale today. It was because it was the first Saturday in a while that it wasn't fucking raining and shitty, so everyone was outside doing things outside. So we had, like, a we filled our SUV. We fucking filled it. It was awesome. This one in particular thing, we went to a shit sale. I like to call them shit sales when you go there and there's like two tables. Why did you even have a garage sale? Why are you wasting your fucking time? What's your ideal scenario for a garage sale? Like what's worth like you stopping? Just lots of stuff. I'll stop at every single one because you never know. But it's so awesome when you like see an an old house in an old neighborhood, you pull up and there's too much shit to have on tables it's everywhere because it means there's possibly a treasure in there somewhere for me Mm -hmm. so anyways we went to the shit sale 
I noticed two doors down, there was people clearing out their garage. They had a bin there. They were throwing shit in the bin. I noticed that they had three of the like plastic, um, what two, two Santa Clauses and a snowman, like the old, you know what I'm talking about? The old big ones. So I, I walked over and I was like, excuse me, are you guys having a garage sale right now? And they're like, no, 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 we're just throwing stuff away. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. I was just interested in those like plastic blow up uh, Christmas things. And I was like, sorry for bothering you and started walking away. And the guy's like, whoa, hold on, hold on. The owner of the house came out. He's like, you're interested in these? He's like, what would you give me for them? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I honestly, I don't need them that bad. I'm like five bucks. Would that buy them? And he was like, hundred percent for sure. So I went and grabbed the two Santa Clauses and he was like, do you, are you interested in the snowman too? And I'm like, honestly, if it's free, I would definitely take it. If it's not, I don't need it. And he's like, yeah, take that too. Fuck. We're, we're going to have a sale in a couple of days. Come back like cheap prices. Like we're clearing this place out. So whatever you need, like you come back and like, thanks man. So I got these like to add to our obsession of Christmas, these three fucking badass things to add. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's great for you, man. Like, that's my like, story. Yeah, to like me, that's... those moments, that like quick conversation, I didn't have to talk to them. They were probably going to get thrown in that bin and fucking trashed. But I, I never am shy to just be like, hey, uh, you got any of that? I've been doing that with pennies. Every garage sale I go to, I'm like, you don't have any pennies for sale by chance, do you? I have had all no's so far. Not a single yes. Because who's but all selling I need pennies? Yes. Huh? Who's selling pennies? People at garage sales sometimes. All right. I've I've purchased a few lots off Kijiji. I'm trying to do a penny floor. I don't know if I've told you this, but my goal is to get enough pennies to do an entire floor because it's fucking cool. Have you seen a penny floor before? Have I talked no, to you about this? No, and I kind of worried that well, what it would look like. It's pretty fucking cool. I'm going to Google it right now and send it to you because it's fucking badass but you need 244 pennies to do one foot by one foot a one foot square 244 it's fucking expensive i also love that you chose to do this as soon as pennies became obsolete well it's been an ongoing thing i hadn't really considered it i'd seen some birdhouses with the roofs done because being outside the copper gets a certain type of patina on it after years and years and years and i was like that's okay that looks good I'll say that that kind of looks like one of those fancy carpets you can get. All right. I'm a little bit more sold on it than I. Oh, you saw it. You've seen it now. You got the image I sent you. Yeah. I just sent you another one. There's so many options. Excuse me. Sorry. Fucking throat clearing. God damn it. I was going to cover the mic. Sorry guys. I'm back now. I'm paying attention. I'm going to fuck. Yeah. See, that looks like a carpet. Like that looks like a pimp ass carpet. How how much? It's beautiful. Yeah. So Anyways, that's what I'm looking for. So I'm always yeah. keeping an eye out for that kind of thing. That that's not what I had in my head when you first started talking. Yeah, uh, I will tell you that right off the get. Um, now that I've seen pictures, I'm kind of I'm a little bit more sold than I was before. Yeah, there's just so many options. I love I love the idea. Like I am not an artist, but I can follow instructions on how to do things sometimes. <laughs> Like you said about cooking and stuff like that. If I see something in the right eye, I can, I can perform it pretty well. And there's just so many different options of like how you want to do things. And I have some very old pennies that I've now added into that. So the idea of like a little kid walking and checking out all the pennies and seeing a King's head penny, and then seeing one from like 1850 and all kinds of different, all kinds of different cool shit like that. Yeah. 
that's the end game. So I always ask that question. I'm like slowly but surely becoming a picker. I want to be that. I, I buy and sell very like lowbrowed, as I've mentioned on the podcast and, and from time to time. But I, that's what I want to do. I love it. I fucking love finding a treasure and finding its home. Like it's like gift giving when you find the perfect gift for someone, you know, they'll love it and you give it to them. That's the feeling I get when I sell something to someone that I know they're going to love and appreciate. Yeah, I, I, I fucking, I, you know me, like I love gift giving, like, yeah. like the few times that you and I exchange gifts, like for sure. Like I, like I get so eager for you to open them up. Cause like, I feel like I fucking held it. Do you ever read that uh, star Trek graphic novel, by the way? I haven't yet. It's on my list of things to read, though. I was thinking I actually have it in my pile of things to bring to the cabin because at some point I'm going to go lie on the beach in a beach chair and <clears throat> pound it out. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Very good. And like even then, like when I got the Thomas Riker from you, I'm like, this is fucking perfect. I fucking like it's like it's a it's a perfect little gift. Like, yeah, I love those moments. We don't we didn't we don't have a huge budget and I probably never will have a huge budget for anybody buying like amazing presents where I'm going to like blow no. their fucking socks off. But the little things and like listening to people and caring about what they care about to be able to find a cool thing that they'll be it's, like, ah, oh, this yeah. is cool. That's yeah. fun. And like, that's what I get out of selling things to someone when I found something that like example, when I was 25 i found a queen belt buckle at a mm -hmm. garage sale that someone in the 70s or 80s rather bought at a queen concert and had never used it and so it was like mint condition and i, and I saw it and i was like i'm not a huge queen fan uh, sorry i'll take that back i am a huge queen fan not to the point where i would wear a queen belt buckle around i feel like it sends the wrong message for me obviously who i am as a person but I found this thing and I was like, I have to, like, I want to be the curator, the caretaker of this. And I was, I had it for like five years. I ended up selling it to someone on off the Gigi. The guy came and was like the biggest queen fan in the world was like, I fucking love them. He was like, it doesn't matter. He, but he was like a 60 year old gay guy. And he was just so fucking taken aback. It doesn't matter what he's into, but he was just like, fucking yeah, man, this is like my buckle. Yes, he was so. And what I, you sell it, for? I think 60 bucks. Really? I, I, I had it for probably made it for a lot more too. I had it for 80, I think. And he asked me about it and I saw him and was like, fuck yeah, buddy. And it was, like I said, quite a few years ago. But just seeing that look in someone's face of the, I gave him his crown jewel of his collection. He was like, hell yeah. That's, I love that. There's nothing mm. like better to me than finding like, I am a caretaker of curiosities. I cannot take anything I have to the grave. So what I have through time, I will get to impart onto the next person who's going to yeah. love it. Like, I'm I, not going to die. Like, there's a harsh truth that I'm also kind of realizing. Like, I know that like my toys aren't going to be like with me forever because like eventually I have to like, I don't know, unless like somehow I have a house, which will, which will give me like a podcast room where I can just make it my own and keep things stored the way I want. Like, uh, like, Certain things like I'll always have, but then there's others like I know, like, all right, it's been a good run. Yeah. For sure. So, like, like I know, like I say this and fucking Addison's cringing, like, no, you keep your fucking toys. <laughs> These are yours. But the hope is like that it doesn't end up in a landfill. Yeah. That someone else fucking gets it. Like, imagine you're you're 68 years old, you know, you meet a, a six-year-old whose name is Thomas, mm -hmm. and he happens to love 
action figures and that kind of stuff. And you're like, man, like I've gotten a lot of joy out of this. That Maybe scene I from should... Toy Story 3, man. You're pulling on my heartstrings right now. What's that? It's that scene from Toy Story 3. Never seen it. Toy Story 3. I've seen the first one. Are you just heartless? Like, what? Are I'm you an doing? adult. I don't watch yeah, children's and, programming. And? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, for it like apparently it's good because you're Toy Story 2 it. is phenomenal. Like, the first three Toy Stories are phenomenal. Toy yeah. Story 4 is just like a beautiful bonus. Like, it's it's a story that doesn't need to be told, but it gets told anyway. And you're just like, yeah. like it, one through three, we told the story. It has like a beautiful beginning, has a wonderful middle, and a fantastic end. And then Toy Story four comes around, going like, we know that you love these characters and they're still around. So how, we're just going to tell you this story as well too. It doesn't have really anything to do with the original, like, but it's a beautiful like additional story, and it's it's done properly. I would really recommend if you can do a Toy Story weekend because those yeah. movies are phenomenal. And when you watch Toy Story 3, have a box of Kleenex nearby. Good to know. Good to know. Because Toy Story 3, there's two parts, two or three parts where it will just go make you go, I'm not crying. You're crying. Someone's chopping onions around here. Uh, I really? just. I that good hey dude when i saw it in theaters i i i i it was very hard to keep my shit cool i kept it but it was fucking hard yeah i gotta check it out then i love it especially like, like and especially as a collector as yourself these yeah. movies speak to you huh. like the relationship you have with like all of your toys or your collectibles like the like the relationship you genuinely have with them yeah these movies should speak to you I will definitely check it out. I'm very. I'm, I'm actually. I'm. I'm kind of surprised you haven't seen them because, like, I'm. These should be your all-time favorite movies. Like, I know, like, just based like on how, who you are as a person. Like, I get like yeah. we love Star Trek, we love this, but like it touches upon all of that stuff. And I find that there's a lot of Star Wars references within Toy Story for some reason, but there is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, it's 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 pretty fucking. Sweet. Every time I hear the song "You've Got a Friend in Me," I always think of Toy Story. That's well, for sure. that's where that song was for. Yeah, I'm just saying. Did it? Was it written for that? Yeah, uh, Randy New Randy Newman, right? That's the guy. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. That's cool. I think I he, did the, he did the music for the first Toy Story, and like that song, iconic song "You Got a Friend in Me" was for Toy Story. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. Yeah. Now I know. I'm, I'm I'm so surprised. I do want to get back to this one thing because I went on a little mini like uh, Nova Scotia tourist thing. Yeah. So uh, I'm I've been dating this girl named Hillary. She's fucking phenomenal. It's been going really well. Uh, so we like we after the baptism, she was like, "You want to hang out?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." It was, it was definitely do it. She was like, "Well, what do you want to do?" I'm like, "I don't know. We can just chill. Like it's a beautiful day. Like we can go somewhere." She's just like, "You want to go to Peggy's Cove?" And I am, fuck yes, I want to go to Peggy's Cove. I fucking wanted to go forever. Like when I was working at FedEx and I knew I wanted to move to Nova Scotia on my office wall, I had like pictures of the skyline of Nova Scotia, the the Nova Scotian flag and a picture of Peggy's Cove. And then I got to go and dude, it was like, we had beautiful weather. And like, until we got there, like, I don't know how to explain the weather in Nova Scotia. Cause like, like drive a kilometer, the weather's fucking different. Like it's ridiculous, but like you're there, you see this fucking, lighthouse it's foggy and misty the ocean is crashing against rocks you got 
old this is like an old fisherman town so all these houses look old and similar and it's honestly is one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen and we went cool. and saw it like the only like what surprised me most is that like once you're like at peggy's cove like you're just at it like it's not like okay now that we're here we have to walk like like so far that way to go get to the lighthouse like no once you're kind of there you're essentially there and i i enjoyed just just the scenery of it i saw like these old tugboats i was having like i, I put a, a post on my own original like um, like my own personal instagram of like yeah. what i saw it was just honestly it was like a great day and then we went out for like another drive we took a like there was a plane crash um hold on i have i have the information like right here give me a second so like a plane yeah, no crash in uh in nova scotia it was uh uh the flight 111 of swiss uh, swiss air of just crashed into the atlantic ocean right outside of peggy's cove and there was like a, a memorial kind of stuff like it was just like a beautiful thing to see and the way that the rocks are set up they're on an angle and it's like this is how they did their search for the airplane and kind of kind of thing it was just interesting yeah it was just like a cool thing to see and then went for a longer drive we stopped and got like cow's ice cream which is like this ice cream that's purely east coast can't get it anywhere it's like it started in pei and then go like a fucking amazing and then yeah and then we just went for a longer drive showed me like these lookout points dude like it was a beautiful fucking day yeah that sounds cool like and then the whole like road trip like she let me control the music so i got to play like my playlist and like the songs nice. were pumping. the conversation was never lacking uh she she brought her dog with her like it was just what kind of dog uh it's a golden doodle uh i love golden doodles they're fucking yeah. beautiful yeah. dogs yeah it, her name is tetley after the t that's cute yeah and she's a big ball of fur that goes back and forth on how she feels about me every single time i enter a room so that's funny. So <laughs> there's that. But she's got to investigate you before she knows she can keep you, right? That's I, normal I, with dogs. Yeah, but every single time I come in, she's terrified of me. And then like we get <laughs> to like me petting her, and then she doesn't want to leave me alone. That's so, like, it's like, but every single time I walk in, she's just like, I know I've seen you before, but I'm still iffy about you. Oh, That's you're giving funny. me pets. You can give me pets. Don't stop giving me pets. Why are you stop giving me pets? Hey, give me more of these pets. <laughs> so it's just funny yeah so like so i'm kind of like i don't want to jinx it but like it's it's a thing that's been going really well and i'm had like i'm just like it's been nice to like good connect with somebody on that level and plus i haven't been there that long like when i got here i was like skeptical about like like i don't want a relationship right away i'm just like i want to like explore the city see what's going on just like i just got here and now like well now I'm pretty fucking stoked on where I am. You know I mean, what I mean? When you start meeting someone, like starting to see someone, it's fun because you're, you don't always expect what you're going into, but it adds to your life in a positive way. And anything that adds to your mm-hmm. life in a positive way is a good thing. You know? Oh man. And it's been super positive. Like you talk to her about anything. She's super encouraging. I mean, awesome. her, her knowledge of pop culture fucking lacks, but like. That means you get to show her that world. Uh, th- there's that or also but i also know that she'll like fall asleep but whatever so i don't know it's like <laughs> that's funny yeah but no she's oh, great cool. she's really great and the connections there and i'm just uh i like i just i've been fucking stoked i've been iffy about talking about it on the podcast but you know and here we are talking about like i did a cool thing and i wanted to talk about it and i did it with somebody yeah. cool so it's part of it so this is what i sweet yeah i'm fully supportive sir yeah I like uh, 
awesome things. Fucking who doesn't, Sean? What a weird thing to say. Some Actually, people don't. I, I want to tell you about this because, like, I like you know, I like talk to family and stuff, so I let them know that I started seeing someone. So I call my mom up. And I go, yeah, so this is going on. Works good. Um, I actually started dating somebody. And my mom's like, wow, really? What, like, what's what's her name? What's she do? Okay. Third question in. Was she married before? Who the fuck kind of questions that? <laughs> <laughs> like, right, like, like I understand, well, I, I understand that like question, but in the top three, that's not where you place that question. You, you're muted right now. Sean, you're muted. I have no idea why. Your thing's doing that thing again because I can see you trying to talk, and I and I can't hear you talking unless you're fucking with me and just moving your mouth. No. Nope. Oh, there you are. You're back. I didn't touch anything. Maybe just a little like internet glitch. Okay. Yeah. Cool. My my computer now says your internet connection is unstable. But give it some Prozac. Maybe it needs psychiatric yeah. help to help get it stable. What I said wasn't that important, so okay. it's okay. But it is funny to have that as a top three. Oh, it like so now Hillary. Like, of course, I told her because it's fucking hilarious. So now Hillary have this ongoing joke of just like, yeah, she's had four husbands before me. <laughs> but like, the, all, what, and then they all like mysteriously died. I was just about to say <laughs> under that. suspect. Really yeah. But also, like, <laughs> what I loved about the question is like, because it was just like, was she, uh, like, was she married before? That question implies that I was married before. I wasn't. She should know that. She would have attended the wedding. She's my this mother. Is true. Like, it's just like, it's a weird line of questioning. And like, to me, it just like what it implies is just like, it's just weird. She wanted and, to know like her path and what she's done, I guess. And it's a pretty like bold question yeah. because it really tells, it's a telling question, I guess. Yeah. You know, what kind of type of person are they? But, but also like, I would have asked, like, I would have understood her asking if she had kids because my, my last ex had a kid. So like, yeah. I feel like that would have been like, up there in the top three but the fact That's that she asked if she was yeah. married first is a bit of like like it's a bit hilarious to me in our age uh, group a lot of people have been married and, before. That, and that's how my mom justified it yeah i can see that but also i just thought it was fucking hilarious because the way she phrased it, it also implied like i was married before and i wasn't haven't been <laughs> but i digress and then i told my grandfather about it and his first question, his first question is, oh, yeah, does she like you? No, Papa, she can't fucking stab me. It's a real awkward relationship. <laughs> I'm like, hey, do you want to hang out? She's like, oh, I guess. Like, the fuck? Like, what kind of question is that? Well, there's like the chase, right? Of like the hard to, not, not the hard to get, but the like reserved in his day and age was like a lot of times you had to chase a girl. Before she like came yeah, around to the fact that she her in you. the head and then carry her back to the cave. Yeah, yeah. It's a normal thing for sure. <laughs> That's a fun line of questioning that you've uh, barraged. Yeah. I haven't like you, t- you've informed me. I haven't asked too many questions because I just wanted to see how it developed. And yeah, I don't like to pry too, too much. Mm-hmm. You know, you've answered the important questions that I would have had. So had she been married before and if she likes does me? she like you yeah. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> <much>. <laughs> that was one and two so yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so what i'm learning here is like uh these are all reasonable questions and i'm the person that's the problem i get it <laughs> number three would be has she seen star trek not a single clip crazy she doesn't like that's really watch though. tv 
Yeah. But like, like the one thing that we have been watching together is the OCs on Amazon Prime. The what? The OC. Okay, yeah, yeah. I love the OC. Like, I was like the perfect age to get into that. That's how Jen just, watched that. Yeah, it was a great show. Fantastic yeah. show. I fucking love the OC. And so, like, we've been watching that every so often. Like, but I've been watching the Stanley Cup playoffs, which we haven't gotten into. So, congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche. Goes yeah. to show that neither you nor I are really good at predicting fucking hockey. You said Tampa True. Bay in six. I said Avalanche in seven. Avalanche in six. It is. That's the best of both yeah. worlds. Yeah, no, I'm happy for them. It was a big win for Nate McKinnon. He deserves it. Local Cal is starting off his young career with a fucking Stanley Cup ring. Now he's like, yeah. What are you gonna do now, kid? You know, it's he's gonna go it's to Disney World. What's that? It's gonna go to Disney World. Yeah, I hate that. Like. I, it always bothers me. I don't hate it, but it, it just, it sucks when you don't win the cup in your home city. You know what I mean? That well, That's so magic when you do that. Yeah. It just, it always bothers me. Like, yeah, like, ah, you won. Yeah. But not at home. Yeah. It, but like, I like, that's why I wanted them to win it in seven. For sure. Uh, Cause like, something about it, they win the cup. And then uh, like, I know for a fact that if they won it in seven in Colorado, all the small things hit as soon as the buzzer goes. Oh, 100%. And then the whole crowd celebrating, singing along to all the small things. Oh, fuck. It would have been beautiful. Would have been magical. 100%. I would have enjoyed watching that too. But no, it was good. I'm I'm happy for them. It was pretty funny, the little cup drop right off the the hop there and all the frozen faces of every single like Colorado Avalanche with their mouth (laughs) wide open. Like, <laughs> that's a funny moment yeah like honestly i would have done anything to been in colorado for any of this just because the, the fan dynamic is just unbelievable just to be in a bar in colorado right now or during the stanley cup finals is just it would be fun for me to be in colorado and the entire time i would have my arms crossed wearing my orders jersey with a very disappointed look on my see face that, see that's the thing man like like you're so brand loyal that you would yeah. stop yourself from having a good time. No, no, I would have a great time. I would just be the stick in the mud, being like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'd enjoy it every you, fucking you, yeah. Of it. No one else will. Oh, I wanted my Oilers to win. Did you see the fucking guy that was wearing a Chicago Blackhawks jersey during these games? No, like, like sitting behind the bench and he's wearing a Chicago Blackhawks practice jersey. <laughs> Jesus Christ, at a boy. Yeah. Loyalty to death. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Uh loyal to the soil, eh, buddy? Loyal to the soil. You know it. That's who I am. Fucking I don't man. waver. We gotta go on the rest thing. of your day. You gonna go get a haircut? Or I what? have a busy day, shaggy. actually. I'm doing some prep work. Crystal's working today. I took one extra day off by accident. Um, so I'm going to be accomplishing a whole fuck ton of shit. The second we're done this podcast, I'm going to shower. I'm going to get dressed. I got to go pick up a few things. I got to drop off a few things. I got to like, I I have errands to run and then my lady will get off work prior to that. I have a whole bunch like, so Crystal loves to take care of people. She's the ultimate caretaker. It's her birthday weekend, but she still feels this urge. So we're taking care of all of the breakfasts for the people at the lake and mm-hmm. that's going to consist of 18 people that are staying at the cabin this weekend that's and a lot of people that's a lot of fucking people so i have been tasked with frying up i think we have two packs of 30 sausages we have four packs of bacon i'm gonna be getting the eggs prepped and we're making breakfast burritos again 
And yeah. we, what we do is you're we scrambling roll. the eggs, right? To save time. Like hundred percent, you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you, you'd have to scramble the eggs because it's a burrito. Yeah. So you, the burrito consists of like the meats and like onions and all kinds of amazing, like they're so good. You freeze them and then you throw them on the barbecue the morning that you're going to eat them flip them around a couple times and it's like the best fucking camping breakfast you can imagine yeah so that kind of stuff got lots of prep work to do i'm chef sean today so nice i'm gonna try to get as much shit done as i can uh other than that nothing too crazy like i'm i'm gonna be busy even recording this pod i was like we gotta hammer it out tom and then tomorrow it's like pandemonium getting ready last minute ready till we get out there then yeah, we yeah. get out there and everyone starts arriving we, i gotta help a couple well, people we set normally up. record on like record on like friday to sunday in that gap and then yeah like i know you're going away but like usually like, we wait for shit to happen in the week for us to talk about it Honestly, whatever. though, do you feel bad about this podcast? Because I feel like this has been a great podcast. Oh, I think talking. it's one of our better ones, to be honest with you. Yeah. So it's sometimes it's good. We haven't even brought up the strange new worlds and that Sean hasn't watched it. So that's fine. I was going to leave it alone this whole time. And I know, but I, I, I wanted to give Why'd you, you do a that? You know what upsets me? I feel like what? You just want to like say things to make me upset? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I was giving you a break for a week. I got <laughs> I it out of my system pre-podcast. But it's Out of my system. And then you come at me. You're coming at me for no reason. <laughs> know what I would do if I were you? If you had a moment alone, it's just me. Get the Crave app, download them on your phone, sit by a beach, watch an episode of TNG. Or if you wake up early, pour yourself a cup of joe, sit on the deck, watch the sunrise, and then watch it with Pike and the gang going on space adventures. That sounds hot. Like, Jesus. But no, Sean's going to be like, I'm out of fucking cutter for a weekend. I'm going to go get some. Oh, you're going to get so sunburned? Oh, dude. I am white as a ghost. So sunburned. I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. Uh, Crystal's been put in charge ever since the lobster incident of 2017. Crystal's been in charge of my son's screening. She does a yeah, good job. But even then, like, didn't she get like a bad burn last year? Like, I remember we recorded a podcast. I, I got we were... 10. No, it wasn't horrible. My biggest ones are when I'm like, I don't need sunscreen. It's only like plus 23. But I learned my lesson. I'm fucking sunscreening. I'm going to be in the water. I can't fucking wait to go on a floaty. You go, not even on a float. I'm just going to sit and, oh, I can't fucking wait to get in the water. boy, man. Well, I hope you have a great weekend. Like this one, this weekend, like I know I'm going to go to a buddy's house for Canada day and just get a little bit buck wild and see what happens. Um, but for the rest of the weekend, I'm not too sure. I'm probably like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'll just figure it out. Nice. I always, yeah, do. we've got, we've got like tonight or thursday night crystal's birthday so we'll be doing some stuff for that and then friday is kind of a chill day saturday night we have a toga party we're attending um one of the locals out at mamio beach his uh, son has ms and he does as well so every year he throws a fundraiser for ms at the local hall they bring in a live band and do a toga party and so that's what I, I don't I think it's themed differently every year, but this year it's a toga party in honor mm-hmm. of MS. So we're gonna go and support the cause, nice. buy some drinks and fucking have at her. Like I said, there's 18 people coming, so it's gonna be a fucking barn burner. Nice man. Well, I fucking power to you, man. I hope it's a great weekend. Thank you. I gotta, I gotta come up for one of these things one of these days when like yeah, flying's a little bit more relaxed. I'll try to come down for one of them. This is like I've had a couple calm weekends, but now starts the like. You know how you always wanted to do like one of those like drunk podcasts. Like imagine me coming out for the weekend. We just set up the recording, and then they just fucking sit there and just do our thing. That'd be sexy. Yeah, 
I'd be into that for sure. Just sit It'd on the deck too. and just look at the fucking beach and just shoot the shit for an hour and a half and be like, all right, I think we got it. Honestly, oh, God, more mojitos. As crazy as this is, like you and me have never gotten drunk together. Yeah, we've had drinks. But we've never gotten drunk together. That's a whole different thing where you and me are fucking slammed, loving life, singing fucking music, taking turns, playing songs back and forth, fucking hammering shots. Just you and me like fucking hammer down, hammer down, hammer down. We haven't gotten to that level. We got to fix it some way, one way or another. Indeed. I've tried. We tried to push you to that level that one time in the New Year's, but you had shit to do. So you were like, no, I'm not fucking getting drunk with you guys. No. Um, that's not exactly how that happened. But you did right. have shit to do. I did have shit to do. I didn't go see about a girl that night. Yeah, something like that. I wasn't gonna say it, but whatever. You had shit to do, so you weren't able to do it. But yeah. I was like, that was the only opportunity where we really hammered down. And then you had yeah. plans when you were in town last time, so we couldn't really do that. But that's the thing, man. But it, like, if like, but if we like make it a thing, like I know that we're gonna have to do this Oilers game together now because you're winning this bet. Yeah. So, like, I think there's no time, like, the fucking that. We're going to get fucking turned on an Oilers game. It's true. It's just good making memories. I don't know. I like, there's something about getting, like, ham hand when you really, it's just fun. Yeah. Just fun to do that. With I, I do enjoy leaning into one every once in a while. So, we'll have to do it together. Indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Well, sir, I believe that might wrap up this week's episode. Is that it? Eh? Did no. we get there? Looks like it. What can I hang? On behalf of all of us here at Two Sides of the Story, um, thanks for tuning in this week, everyone. Feel free to send us an email. It'll be following in our jingle shortly yeah, after we and conclude. Hit us up with the five stars on wherever you listen to the show. Please and thank you. It really helps us out. Helps us get the show out there. Um, please and thank you. Indeed. On that note, I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been another side of the story. Live long and prosper. prosper. Sean, you (laughs) fucking nailed it. You did so good. So good. I just need to to take a breath. You didn't even need to take a breath. You did so good. (laughs) That's like three out of 63 or 65. This will be not bad. So good. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.